Praise God. I think if anything, uh, what Kala has speaking about has been speaking about is the point that Paul got to in his own ministry at the end of his letter to the church at Rome. And he said, you know, from now on, uh, as wonderful as things have been that have been happening around me, <coughs> I no longer want to speak about anything anymore that God has not accomplished except through me alone. I thought that is a fascinating statement that he made, you know. And uh, I've realized that time and again we overlook the fact that uh, we don't always see God's story for our lives as God sees it. Um, and, uh, and so as a result, we speak about successful areas in other people's lives, other people's ministries. You know, who this week raised the dead? Jeez, oh, wish, you know. Something like that happens is across the front page of a Christian newspaper or, or some area. Some area that uh, we have been exposed to that we feel uh, God is doing something unique in and through. But it's not actually me. Um, so there's, there's something that's happening, but uh, uh, which I'm a part of by virtue of the fact that um, I'm part of this family of, 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 uh, I've carried its value system, but somewhere when I'm alone with the Lord, it didn't directly affect me. And Paul said, well, from now on, I want what I speak about in some way or other to have me involved. I want to be involved. It must be part of my story. And there's a reason for this, and this is why I just wanted to pull something in. You know, sitting here and looking at these magnificent mountains, I think on two occasions, Pam and I came down from uh, uh, the Solaris uh, um, section and we cut all the way across, you know, which uh, was wonderful, all the way to Paul. Uh, and then coming down the other side there. And, um, so there were different tracks that we've done. Then I thought, you know, when we did that, I was physically strong and sound and um, Nourished, in actual fact, carrying other people's bags. Uh, and now I think, gee whiz, you know, just the thought of coming over this, this little copy over here uh, is uh, seriously challenging. But you know, it's not which is measured in what we feel we can do. Because I keep saying alone, you can go fast. But together, you'll go fast. So if there's a voice that is standing alone. It's just a voice. But if there's something that we perceive God is bringing together, God is gathering, there's something here that God can anoint and God could use and God could take forward, carry forward momentum. And so don't think the politicians are spending fruitless time phoning all these tens of thousands of people. It's because they want you to go from an individual to a corporate voice because they know there's... there's power in the corporate voice. But so it is, um, you know, to do with the purpose of God. And I've been looking very closely at the purpose of God as we have come to a point where we've had various things spoken to us, except the fact we're not youngsters anymore. I don't feel I'm old, uh, but I, I feel I'm not a youngster anymore. Uh, and uh, also acknowledging Pam's gift to me in ministry. Uh, that a lot of people at this stage, like we've just 
I've just lost a very close friend to cancer uh, in uh, the United Kingdom, Colin Urquhart. And we were very, very close. And now I've had other guys in ministry contact me very close, also with cancer, and th words have been spoken over them. Um, but, you know, when I think of them and I think of their lives um, and I think of God's purpose together, uh, holding it together, uh, I need to think of my destiny in a lot of what Paul shared as well. How do I fit into the story? Uh, and so I've been sharing with various folks, besides the fact that the Lord has given me somebody like Pam. And uh, I want to say I honor Pam. I honor her involvement in my life. I honor the fact that she's got to process what I process. Um, you know, that we have a good relationship. So in our life night and our I'm in discomfort. Oh no, she's in discomfort. When I'm trying to process stuff, she's trying to process stuff. So sometimes you get to a point where you, you don't speak uh, as positively as you should because of all that's happening around you. She's got to carry that and speak contrary to that and into that. And so I want to acknowledge Pam that she's been a great gift to me, uh, a, a wonderful helpmeet in that sense, that she has been a strength. I remember the turning point of uh, we used to run uh, races, marathons together. And uh, I remember one marathon in the, the hills in the, the Mattel Midlands. And I kept turning around saying, oh, there was a standard marathon, a 42 kilometer. I kept saying to Pam, come now, Pam, come now, Pam. And these two guys were running behind and they said, leave her, we'll look after her. I said, no, 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 no. You know, she's my wife, I'll look after her. But then shortly afterwards, I found out that uh, she was more gifted me the in, 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 than me in that field. And, and she wouldn't say the words, but she'd come fast and say, come now, Will. Come now, Will. Come now. And then I'd have to send back to her in my eyes, I waited for you, Pam. I waited for you, Pam. <laughs> and uh, and the, the amazing thing is it's never got back to. It's always been now. So I let her run ahead on training run so I can just see where she's going. Because she's like one of these little clips sprung. <laughs> and so at least she's, uh, I need distance to get to her if something happens, you know. But in ministry and in life, I find now something has swung. And she's become a great, an unbelievable asset to me. Relationally, uh, uh, in, 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 in this that God has given, allowed me to have with him, but so that I can fulfill my God-given purpose daily. No, daily. And this is why I say to folks, you know, well, this morning we're going to do this. This afternoon we're going to do this. So rather than block it, look at how intentional I can be doing it at that point in time. And uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 8 and 9, and you've got to look for riders, I call them, in God's word. Ecclesiastes. Uh, can we have that up? So it's Ecclesiastes 11, verse 8 and 9. Okay. So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. Oh, I said, no, 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 that's all right. Kubach, kubach. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. And all that comes, he says, is vanity. Okay. Uh, there should be something. Is that verse 8 and 9? 
Verse 9. Verse 9. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your, your heart and the sight of your eyes, but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment, or into account is a better word. So when I was running over this mountain and full of nonsense and fun and energy, let me tell you, I was enjoying the, the youthfulness of the moment. And I shared with Andrew as well. I said, you know, we were talking about time that he spends on the waves. And I said, oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Eh? Enjoy it. Do everything you do is unto the Lord. Um, but measure it. In the day, measure it. So I, I've got to ask myself, with all that God has given to me, how am I taking out of this magnificent moment and husband, wife, husband, wife, children, husband, wife, children, friends, fellowship, saints, breaking bread, uh, work opportunities, uh, um, socializing. Uh, how do I take out of that moment and take it out of the just the year now? See, he said, enjoy it. I don't walk around saying, oh, well, you know, I'm a believer and I'm a Christian and half the world is starving. And I mean, I get into it, I say, yeah, 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 you know. And, and, and the, the person will say, you know, I feel I need to do something about it. I say, it's fine. Just I'll give you an address. You can send them some money, you know. And then get on with your day. Enjoy your day, you know. And uh, I think there's something that we, we feel we, we, we need to participate in more. Uh, whereas there's a moment God has given. Paul the Apostle said, this is a moment. I'm bringing you together here in Stellenbosch for this time. I want you to recognize this time. There's something here in God. It's not going to last forever. As he said, this rider, there's this rider here in verse 9 that he put. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. But now walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. But know that for all these things, you're going to be measured. So God has given you opportunity, but not only to do what you want to do, as wonderful as that is, but also to measure out, out of that something of eternal worth, something that has to do with kingdom. And so every day we have a choice. Uh, not to be in the faith. I think that's a given. But I keep saying this, to be in the fight. But there's some people that are in the faith. They're here because they're in the faith. You know, they're good Pentecostals, Neo-Pentecostals, Anglicans, Methodists, Baptists. I mean, you can keep going, you know. Good Assembly of God. You know, you can keep in here. I asked my, my, uh, my, my, my surgeon, I said, he said, I 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 I said, oh, that's fantastic. What a cake? said, he said, send him a No, not the send him a cake. Oh, student a cake. No, the student a cake. He said, yeah? He said, no, the mother a cake. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. Now, what he was actually saying to me was, I'm in the faith. I'm in the faith, but I don't know if I'm in the fight. See, and the way I extend the kingdom is by remaining in the faith and the provision of the faith and the promises of the faith the magnificence of the faith, but it's so that it can enable me 
to be involved in the fight. Um, and this is this that Jesus spoke about in Matthew eleven twelve. See, John the Baptist was in the faith. Eh? So he was in the faith like Elijah. But he wasn't only in the faith. He was in the fight. So much so that the poor guy lost his head eventually. But he was in the fight. Uh, and it says, Jesus says here in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, 12, Since the days of John the Baptist, till now, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. And only those who are forceful will take it in such a way. Only those who are in the fight. And we were just chatting, I was thinking, you know, if you remember the time of Idi Amin, I was uh, a Bible student. Eh? Oh, it's years ago, 45 years ago. But I remember his chest, it was covered in medals. Eh? I mean, yeah, and he was a big guy, so he had a big chest, you know. <laughs> so he had room for a lot of medals. Yeah, but the one medal that he had was the Victoria Cross. I mean, Santa Maria. <laughs> you don't get the Victoria Cross because you've got a big chest, you know. No, you get the Victoria Cross because you've done something exceptional under pressure for a given cause exceptional under pressure for a given cause and the thing that gave the final box its tick is at no value to your own life that's the victoria cross i mean it was unbelievable and so they weren't being they weren't being handed out willy-nilly so and so with that in mind there's something that Scripture says concerning uh, this, this guy, John the Baptist, in Matthew 11, 12. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. But not everybody's going to stay in the fight. Some of you aren't going to get into the fight. I'm going to tell you why shortly. Because you know, yeah, you got me summed up wrong. I'm, 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 I'm signing up for the fight. Eh? Now, you're not going to get in the fight. And if you do think about getting in the fight, you're not going to go the distance. But you'll stay in the faith. But there's no value being in the faith if you're not in the fight. Because on that day, many are going to come to him and say, Lord, Lord, you know, we did this and we did that. And so I, I don't know you. You know? Uh, and it's this whole desire on the part of Josh Gen leadership to say, come ride with us. Because he's saying, come ride with me. You know, come ride with me. Um, and I know in this life you will have. But while you've got your youth and your strength and the ability to run over the mountains and to enjoy what's around you. Take out of it. God's people, take out of it and, and put that which God has put into you and put it into the fight as well. Look for opportunities. God's going to bring somebody into your life today. And uh, she looks like she's a dream art of Stellenbosch and, and he looks like he's got everything together. But, but hardly anybody knows that it could be that they had news today that they've had something unfold in their lives today, that they are barely hanging on there in life, although they look like they could run not only over the mountain, but back again. So Lord says, I, I need you to get in the fight. I, I, I need you to give time here. Uh, I want you to secure. I want you to encourage. Why must I encourage? So that tomorrow I can be encouraged. That's how it works together in this fight. So in our weakness, he will show his strength. So all the time, this is what I want measured out. And I can build, today, uh, I just put here, I can build what will influence only my kingdom. That is, that which does not bring focus onto my relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. Or, I can
can build what God has put in my heart, my hand, into my area of sphere of responsibility with his kingdom in mind. So, so one guy came in, and I had to balance this for him. He said, you know, you're not building God's kingdom. He said, I'm a good father. He said, you're not building God's kingdom. He said, I want you, I'm a good husband. I said, no, you, you're not building God's kingdom because there's something that's not being recognized with you in your sphere of influence. And what I had to share with him was, although he was carrying uh, what needed to be carried in those portfolios, uh, he had the wrong understanding. And so as I've shared, the son came into my office and we were busy chatting. And he said, the Lord just dropped it, you know, in the faith or in the fight. The fight always costs you. You know, it says, and they became valiant in battle. That's Hebrews 11 and Hebrews 12. And they became valiant in battle. So I can't get the reward for being valiant if I haven't been in battle. Now, when you're in battle, and as a younger man, I was involved in some stuff um, up in Central Africa. But when you're in battle, th there's every possibility you're going to lose something. And you, you can lose something there because you're in battle. That, that's the reservation of battle. But you can't become valiant unless you're in battle. So, so I need to measure this thing correctly so that I'm enjoying everything God is putting around me, but I'm in a battle. I must never lose sight of the fact that I'm in the battle. Uh, with, who was it? Uh, Jesus and Peter and Paul and later apostles. There was always this understanding, John, I'm in a battle. Sorry, I'm in a battle. I've got to keep this uh, while I'm enjoying life. Please, uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, a party pooper. Eh? I mean, yeah, if there's a party, let's have a party. Eh? <laughs> I mean, fam will tell you. Uh, Andrew he used to say to me, you know, I love going into the nations with you because we always end up having a party. <laughs> yeah, we have fun. Eh? And, I, you know, I feel so good as an old toffee, you know, when somebody younger says that. So it's not that you want to suppress, or, but at the same time being sensitive. Something's happening here. What's happening? Something's happening here. And it catches the Lord's attention. So that's how we build you. That's how we extend the kingdom you. Uh, being uh, not only uh, 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 in a place where I'm enjoying all that which God has put around me. I don't have to be poor to be pure. You know, no, I, I, I must enjoy the things God has given to me. So long as it's not at the expense of losing the joy of things that money won't be able to provide for me or pleasure won't. Be. But there is something in God. I say to folks, oh, you know, for the world to, to see how we love him and enjoy him and give of ourselves to him. But it's because there's something, and I want to keep working my way towards this and just leave it to you. There's something that I've got in mind. There's something that uh, motivates me, that encourages me. Even at this point in time, you know, the, the oncologist, I'm never going to make him my oncologist. But the oncologist has said, I want you to know you know, this is the reality of the situation. This is how much time you've got left. And, you know, my advice to you is to try and sort out who needs to do what in the next phase and which batons need to pass to somebody. And I said, no, 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 I appreciate that. I'm not going into denial. You know, that's, that's great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I've really put my hand on that, you know. But he said, I want you to know the process you're going to go through from now till when you want to duck. There'll be days when all you want to do is get into bed and just pull the covers up. You'll be tired, you'll be sore, you'll be exhausted. Your mind will be trying to process things that you're going to have to disengage from. 
joys that you'll never experience in this life. So come on. Come on. There's something in God. There's something that can only get me to remain in the faith. You know, somewhere, somehow, so um, yeah, just as I keep saying, you know, we, we need to just stay in the shadow so he doesn't trouble me. And then I won't trouble him. Oh, no, no, he'll trouble you. You better stay in the light because he's in the light. Otherwise, you've got spirit problema. Yeah. <laughs> but it's this thing of pressing into God with something in mind. I want to be intentional with something. In, with all that God has blessed us with, with something in mind. And so when I come into local churches, say, oh, dear God, purpose him. Because maybe up till now you've been running through the mountain. Maybe up till now everything has gone well. I mean, it is like that. All of a sudden, another season comes. You think, where did this come from? How did this come about? And it's then that I've got to measure everything in the light of what the entire church has measured everything from. From the time that the Holy Spirit gave birth to it after the death of the Lord Jesus. And... Um, not to live a life, and I want to draw to a close, not to live a life like this guy, this friend of mine that I don't want to speak to. His name's Solomon Grundy. Born on Monday, christened on Tuesday. Got a little ill on Wednesday, got worse on Thursday. Actually, the poor guy, he died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. And that is the end of Solomon Grundy. You know, we, we got Solomon Grundy out there now. What has Solomon Grundy made deposit-wise for the kingdom? Who here has been affected by Solomon Grundy so that in the way he has affected them, he has lost a part of him? But it's been replaced with something of the valor of God. Because there's something that I've participated in that has been of no direct value to me. And Jesus said, that's my value. You seek first my kingdom. And those other things will be added to you. And uh, I want to encourage you in this. I want you to, to look at accomplishing what God has given to you. And this is what I want to leave with you with eternity in mind. Oh, I beg people. Now more so. You can, you can be distracted. The waters can become muddy. In all you're involved in. And there's work promotion and the, all of a sudden, my kid is now prefect at school. Hey, don't make little of that. Eh? <laughs> you got to remember when, when our kids became prefects at school. Eh? And then my three daughters became head girls because I think their mother was head girl. You know? <laughs> but I, I, thought, I thought back and they couldn't even risk to make me a class captain, let alone a prefect. You know? <laughs> so my brother was very safe. My son was very safe with me. He said, Dad, I'm in your camp. Eh? I said, no, that's okay. <laughs> But they all knew the love, the, the Lord. They loved God. They committed themselves to God. Um, so when I look at this thing of, 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 of kingdom and expanding yourself for the kingdom, these other things I will add to you. And he has, and he did. And so as many of you know, with the passing of our son, just before his 21st birthday, um, the fact that we could be there and know that he's added, our God has secured, that his name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Uh, that there was truth that was imparted. He saw us giving of ourselves, running over the mountains, but also involved in the things of our God. No, something he wanted, something he desired, something he longed for. And then, this is it, it was cut short. But I want you to know that there, for, for me, is worth everything in this life. 
securing what has gripped my heart for eternity. For eternity. So when I leave, oh, you're not going to be here forever. And no one gets out of here alive. <laughs> uh, so when you do leave, and some look around and they see, oh, Kirsten Prader there. Yeah, yeah, they candidates. They're getting on. Yeah, oh, Will. Don't forget about Will. He's Q-jumping himself, you know. So we're looking now. So now it doesn't work that way. We've just heard now, um, well, two years ago, finishing off our Sunday service, uh, our Christmas service, commotion here on the left-hand side. Of what's going on? I'm like, I'm trying to throw out, throw out the net. So the end of the Christmas service, I'm thinking, this is going to be a good catch today. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought this is going to, and yeah, there's disruption and da-da-da. And, and a, a, guy, a, a woman goes out and then shoots out with her hubby. And the family, the son, had had a heart attack on Christmas Day lunchtime. So the mom shoots over to Brockenfell, where the son lives. You see, it's net pretty beyardless. No, it's not. And she gets there, and he's dropped down, stone dead from a heart attack on Christmas Day, just before Christmas lunch. She gets such a shock, she falls over him with a heart attack and dies. Two of them on one Christmas Day. So now the hubby, or Ronnie, he came with us now three weeks ago on the bike trip I took the guys on. And God did supernaturally, he provided for me. And the pain that I had on that trip was so minuscule. The return we had was unbelievable. But he, he went with on the trip, and he, he hasn't been where he should be with the Lord. Oh, Ronnie, oh, Ronnie, Ronnie. I met him with his little scapey out of his mouth, and his old uh, denim jacket with a one-way sign knock on on it on the sleeve. And it was an old Harley Davidson. Old one. One of those 1450s. I rode one of them one time. When you accelerated, it used to vibrate you to the back of the seat. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that was Ronnie. Now he went with backslidden, and I did shoot, we ran out of creatures. So I had to shoot over to Hartenbosch once with Mornay. had set elders aside. Uh, sorry, in Hartenbosch to Marshall Bay. Left uh, um, uh, my brother there with Ronnie. So yeah, it was a bit of a long shot, you know. Anyway, I said, because my brother had been in ministry 17 years, and they're looking at coming into 412. So I said, okay, I, I want you to minister, da -da 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 -da, then we'll link up again at Mossel. Yeah, he gets up, preaches his heart out, feels that there's somebody here too that has known the Lord, not walking with the Lord, is in the faith, not in the fight, in a very desperate place. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie fixes me. Louis said, he's contacted me now. He counseled him. Got involved with him. Two days ago, Ronnie got killed on a motorcycle outside Cape Town. You see, while I'm involved in, and we were having such fun, eh? I mean, yeah, we were having a fun time. Um, yeah. But while we were involved in running over the mountains, there was a need to find out what's God saying about those that are running alongside of us. Got his new Triumph motorcycle, got his new outfit, got his new boots, and uh, he's not here anymore. I want to say there's something, and I, as I say, I want to draw to a close with this. There's something God is working in us and through us. And I just want to draw right to the end. It says in Revelation 20, verse 12, And I saw the dead, John says, great and small, 
standing before the throne and books were open. Then another book was opened. He says, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in those books according to what they had done. Yes, there's another book according to what he had done. But this is a book according to what you have done. And I want to say that, uh, you know, even if I live for a few more years, just a drop in the ocean. Just the other day. And I turned around, I thought, good God, where did she come from? <laughs> she had these flowers on her head, like hanging down sideways. She had this long fringe. Her hair was pitch black then, looked Japanese. <laughs> I thought, where did this, this woman come from, you know? And then time just sped on, sped on. And then it started to jump in tens. And as you know, let's just allow it to go in fives. And now ankle tapping 70. And how did this happen? He started off by saying that it's God's desire for us to enjoy all things well. It's his desire. But at the same time, to be aware of what's going on around me. Loving, touching, encouraging, securing, extending. So that as your day is long, so let your strength be. So that on that day when I come in, I say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come enter into the joy of your salvation. I'm blown away at what God is doing. I really am. I'm blown away. But I see much more now in the spirit realm. Yeah, I think there's other things happening. As I say with Leonard and the other group, there's much more happening and is going to happen in this town. Need not be us. Don't ever think us. We miss it when we think us. But I do believe God in his purpose has included us because of our heart's desire to see his kingdom come. His will done amongst us. I wonder if we can just bow our heads together before the Lord. Maybe you are here this morning and you said, you know, well, I've been exposed to church and the dynamics of church. Maybe I've been in sound, historical, traditional church. But um, I'm not in this living relationship with the living God. I'm not sensitive to what's really going on around me. And I too want to lock in so that I can not only be in the faith, but I can know that I'm in the fight that I'm riding as if it were together with my God. He says, come up here. And it says that he was on that horse, that white horse. Come join me. And we can feel in our hearts and our minds at times that we're riding with him. It's like we, we're mounting up with wings as eagles. With our God. With our God. Oh, I do pray for each one here, Lord, that there'd be a reaching out to you. Say, my God, take me. Refresh me. My God, I'm giving what I can, but I need to be encouraged. Let me measure out to others so that they can measure out to me. I'm yours, King Jesus. And if you are here this morning and you're saying, you know, I've, I have had so much pleasure in life. and God has been so good in those areas. But I don't have his peace. 
I want his peace. Oh, I, I really, really want to rest in his peace. I want to know him in a deep, personal way. Without anyone looking around, if that is you, I just want to pray for you now in closing. Just a short prayer. So if you can put your hand up and say, Will, I want you to pray for me right now. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Many folk responding. Praise God. God bless you. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, yes, Lord. I wonder if we could all stand together. I just feel that there's a real sovereign work of God taking place here. And Father, I want to ask that which our Lord and Savior, your son Jesus, said in Hebrews 12, verse 2. It was only because of the joy that was set before him. Eternity that was prepared before him. That which he knew awaited him. That sustained him. That encouraged him. That gave him the strength to despise the cross. To scorn its shame. And to become sin. To become sin so that we can become the righteousness of God because of what lay before him that day. So I do, I pray for each one here today. I thank you for, I know, Lord, when I've looked at many of these people, I've seen such faithfulness. Oh, such faithfulness, Lord. Oh, when I think of grandparents and even here amongst us who have had to be parted from a grandchild prematurely, taken from this life, tragically, but for the joy set before us. Yes, we'll still be those who'll run over the mountain. We'll still be those as if it were like Jacob who comes out of the presence of God, but sometimes with a limp. But we'll say, we know in whom we have believed. Our God is able. Our God is able. Our God is able. We commit ourselves to you. Father, I ask for each one making commitment this morning. Plus everybody else is saying, oh dear God, strengthen my heart too at this time. Thank you for the privilege of being exposed to the values and the DNA of this church that you are birthing again and again and again and wanting to align afresh with the church of the New Testament. Lord, I pray that each one here would be used wonderfully to write their own story with you Lord to your glory and we as God's people say Amen Amen, praise God